hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. Here at All Fire, we specialise in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. This is episode number 39, and today we're going to be talking about effective virtual team leadership skills. And we've listed out eight that we feel are key skills that you need to consider when either becoming or selecting leaders for your virtual teams. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying blog article on the Allfire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, subscribe to our regular newsletter, which comes out once a fortnight and carries all sorts of virtual team news from around the world. Subscribe to the podcast and generally find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you and your business. So leadership skills in virtual teams. Uh, We've talked quite a bit in various articles and various podcasts about some of the differences between virtual teams and co-located teams. We've also talked a little bit about some of the differences between leaders of virtual teams and the the skills needed to be a leader of a co-located team. Essentially, our argument is that You can lead a co-located team in a relatively straightforward way. Everybody's in the same place. Everybody can see what everybody is doing. Once that team starts to become separated by distance, separated by time, uh, experience things through different cultural perspectives, the leadership for those teams, that becomes a much different and more challenging Uh, experience for people and they need different skills and they need additional skills beyond those needed for a co-located leader. So essentially you need to take someone who's good at leading a co-located team and then find a way to add on to all of the skills that they have to lead that team to make them into someone who is effective leading a virtual team. So we're talking here about leaders, not managers, and the difference there would be that managers are essentially the people who are tasked with making sure that the business of the team is done in an appropriate way, that the timesheets are collected and that everybody gets paid on time and that all the documentation is delivered correctly and so forth. Those skills and those um, outputs are definitely something that every team needs, but it's not what we're talking about when we're talking about leadership. leadership. Leadership and leaders are the people who inspire people to do work for them. They're not people who direct work to do work for them. And they are different requirements and different skill sets. And very much a, a leader, a manager can be a good leader, but a good manager cannot is not necessarily a good leader with just the skills of being a manager. So the eight skills that we've identified for an effective leader in a virtual team environment are as follows. The first one is that the leader needs to be consistent. They need to be predictable in the ways that they behave 
and they need to be seen to be predictable by everybody within their team. Now, there's no good being a leader of a team and every day, every time you come into work, you behave in different ways, that you react differently, that sometimes you're um, you're approachable and other times you're not, and sometimes you're, you're very accepting of uh, uncertainty and problems, and other times you get very, really annoyed and really irritated. You have to be predictable. You have to be seen to be predictable. It has to be a natural form of behaviour for you, so that when you are under stress and when you're under pressure, your behaviour doesn't change. And equally, you need to be predictable in a way that lets all of the people that work for you wherever they may be located see that you are the same person all the time so that they can feel comfortable coming to you for assistance they can understand how you're going to react when you have challenges that you need to deal with from within the project the second feature that um, that we believe an effective virtual team leader needs they need to be supportive they need to be the person that will guide, mentor and support all of their personnel from around their virtual team. And this can mean sometimes understanding how to support people in different cultural environments. How do you support people when they're working in a very masculine based environment relative to one where they're working in a very much more feminine, very much more inclusive and um, and supportive environment. You need to understand how different people will look to you as the leader and you need to find your ways to support all of the people right across your organization. The third thing that you need, you need to be prepared sometimes to step back and lead from behind. Not every part of the job that you do requires you to lead from the front. You don't always have to be the one chairing the next task force, driving a new initiative forward for the business unit. You can often delegate this work to others and then work as a mentor and as a coach to help these people along, empower them to do some of the work that they need to do for you, and then take your opportunities to be more free and more available to do the work that you need to do to keep the project running generally. So sometimes you just need to learn to step back a little bit and to let your people have some freedom to get on with the work that they need. Now every different part of your organization, the different cultures will have different they'll have different ways of feeling empowered and you need to understand the different expectations that each of your groups and each of your cultural components of your team will have. The next skill that we believe that you need is you need to be empathetic. You need to be you need to have a natural inbuilt understanding of how each of the people within your team behave and how they will how they will work you need to be able to see that and just to just to sense it as you move around your project every group will face different difficulties and you need to be aware that those difficulties will exist but you need to be able to empathize with them whatever those difficulties may be just because something in your native culture is something that you would deal with in one particular way, you need to be able to understand that people from different cultures, people from different environments, they will see things differently and they will behave differently. And you need to be able to be supportive and to help them along as well as they go. So the next thing that uh, that we would say beyond empathy, you need to be able to empower your team. 
Now this very much builds on the being prepared to lead from behind that we talked about earlier. You need to be able to empower your team. You need particularly to be able to empower your um, your local managers and your local leaders so that they can run their local groups in the ways that are most culturally appropriate and most sensible and sensitive for their part of the business. So you need to be able to, to, to give people opportunities to grow within your team. You need to be able to give people opportunities to, to demonstrate that they can also become and maybe already are cultural leaders of their own. And you need to be willing to empower them so that they can, can do their work in the ways that, that are most valuable to your organisation. The next thing that you need, you need to be able to, and you need to have a very deep and solid understanding of cultural differences. These can be both the cultural differences that are direct and visible within your team. So if you have a team that's operating in three distinctly different cultures, you definitely need to be able to understand those different cultures and how they interact. But you also need to understand the individual cultures of the people that may be forming your team. Just simply because you have a team based in one location does not mean that everybody in that team will have the same cultural background and the same cultural views. So you need to have a very deep and very broad understanding of the different cultures that will form part of your team. You also need to be able to understand the different cultures within your business and within your project and within, if you have them, your clients' culture and project and team and business as well. The next one that we would say is you need to model best practice. Now, when we say model, we mean that you really have to demonstrate through the way that you behave the things that you value in terms of the best practice for your organisation. So it's no good for you to tell people that you expect them to behave in a particular way and then yourself to behave in a way which is completely different from that. You need to demonstrate through both your actions and your words that you believe in what you are saying and what you're doing. And you need that then to be visible to everybody around the project, both those who see you every day and those who only occasionally may see you or may never even see you. So you need everybody within your project and within your team to understand that that you are someone who models all of the values that you believe in and that you say are appropriate for your work. Then the eighth and final one of these uh, attributes that we recommend, you need to be curious. You need to be somebody who is always learning. You need to be someone who is always asking questions, obviously in appropriate ways and sensitive ways, but someone who is always asking questions to understand and build a deeper understanding of the way of the way that your um, your organisational members see the world and the ways and the challenges that they are each facing each day when they come to your work. Through building this level of curiosity, you'll, you'll quickly learn an awful lot more about your people and about your organisation and about the world in which your business operates. You'll also be seen as someone that, that people know is genuinely interested in what they do. And that through through itself will bring people along on your, the journey that you want them to join you on. So the eight attributes that we've recommended here then are to be consistent, to be supportive, to be prepared to lead from behind, to be empathetic to your personnel's different cultural perspectives, to empower your team, to understand cultural differences within your team and outside, to model best practice and to be curious. 
And each of these different attributes add on to the skills of a standard manager and a standard leader of a co-located team to make them a much more suitable person for leading a virtual team. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, then please do check us out at www.ulfire.com.au. While you're there, subscribe to our podcast feed. We have a page there with links to all the different platforms for accessing podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to our newsletter and, of course, do keep up to date with us for future episodes. And I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thank you. Bye-bye.